Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, if you haven't done it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by the great people at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Just amazing barbecue, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. Like I said, amazing headlines, but I got to tell you something. I've My thing with you guys is I try to be as honest and be an open book with you. And sometimes that means that I have to show my vulnerable side, the the truth of my status, of where I'm at. For the majority of this podcast life, I was getting some help by selling it. Well, recently I decided, you know what, I'll just take it over. It's just easier for me to, to sell the podcast. And I've had some success. I was lucky enough to sign Sugar Fire in Westminster, amazing barbecue place, as well as Burns and McCoy. And I'm so grateful for those partnerships. But one of the things that happened, though, is since I'm in full control of this, I can shoot an idea to a, a, a partner and go, what do you think of this? And if they go, yeah, let's do it. The ball rolls super fast. <laughs> it does. And it was awesome. I start talking to Liz and Clint over at Sugar Fire yesterday. I was like, what What if we start doing something with football? Like Monday nights. What if we start doing something on Monday nights at Sugar Fire? I hang out with some listeners. You guys, you know, have some amazing food. You know, let's see what can happen. Boom. Liz, like an hour later, she's like, how about this for a menu? And it's just this, just, oh menu right and as excited as i'm i am i'm really nervous and that's what i wanted to talk to you guys about because it's weighing heavy on me because i'm so excited but i'm nervous because i don't have a giant radio station behind behind me it's me and you and that's where i'm i'm hoping that you guys can help me out on this and it's going to be fun if you're in the area of 144th and Orchard Parkway, which is just east of Huron, on the south side of 144th. Every Monday night, starting on September 11th, we're going to be hanging out, watching football at Sugar Fire in Westminster from 6 until they run out of food, <laughs> which is which is cool because they they have fresh food. That's what they do. They don't freeze anything. It's all freshly made that day, and that's what's awesome. So I'm nervous. Like it, it's it's so exciting because I know they have amazing food, and and I can't wait to hang out with you guys. But it's going to be really cool to do. But like I said, I don't have the the radio station behind me. This is all me and and you guys. So and, and of course, Sugar Fire. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Let me go through the menu with you with, of what Liz and Clint just whipped up. It's just so funny because I'm like thinking she'd get back to me like the end of the week. <laughs> and she's like, here you go. Here's some magic for you. I'm like, oh, holy poop on a stick. This is fantastic. Uh, by the way, uh, if you don't know, Sugar Fire's St. Louis style barbecue, they do everything from baby back ribs, beef brisket, pulled pork, turkey, burgers, all that stuff prepared every single day to perfection. So here's the menu option that they have 
starting on September 11th at 6 o'clock, 6 p.m., for DeHuff Uncensored listeners. Here's some of the appetizers. And I'm going to pronounce this first thing wrong because I'm a moron, okay? You guys know this. <laughs> this isn't a surprise. The Interception, they all have clever names, too. It's awesome. The Interception is fresh fried raquilites. I don't know. It's fresh. It's from a local tortilla company, Tortilla Chips. I should have just skipped the, the fancy like name. It's a tortilla chips topped with pulled pork, chili, cheese sauce, tomatoes, green onions, and sour cream. They also have the hot route, smoked fried chicken wings with your choice of St. Louis sweet barbecue, house buffalo, or Thai sweet chili sauce. They also have pig skins. That's potato skins with house bacon, cheddar cheese, green onion, and sour cream. In the pocket, smoked fried artichokes with lemon aioli or fried pickles with ranch. Oh, my God, that sounds amazing. I want that now. <laughs> I want that now. Give it to me now. <laughs> now, some of their other options, more of the main entrees, they got burgers, single or double with your choice of toppings, traditional toppings, lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle, add-on cheese, grilled onions, stuff like that. Bacon, oh, fried egg. Ooh, ooh, I need to do that. Oh, my God. This is the problem with Sugar Fire. Their food's too delicious. Brisket cheesesteak, brisket topped with cheese sauce, grilled peppers, onions on a hoagie. That's on my to-eat list. This next thing, also on my to-eat list, brisket dip. That's brisket topped with grilled onions and Swiss cheese on a hoagie with a side of a jus for dipping. They have a five-ounce smoked salmon. Oh, I love salmon, especially smoked salmon. Also, they got fried sides like French fries, tater tots, cheese curds, fried okra. And here's the thing. They have that amazing menu, but they also have the local breweries that they serve at their bar at Sugar Fire. And the breweries are going to be stopping by each Monday night, giving away their free swag. Pint glasses, shirts, hats, koozies, all that cool stuff. Plus, plus buying some people beers. Okay? I better be one of those some people. <laughs> I better be. I better be. Sugar Fire in Westminster will also have discounted beer and cocktails during that time frame from 6 p.m. to close if you're a DeHuff Uncensored listener. It's going to be awesome. It's a great way for... For myself and people at Sugar Fire in Westminster to say thank you to you guys. You guys have a, a, a busy life. Some of you just, it's, it's crazier than others. This is just a way for us to say thank you. Let's sit back, relax. Let Sugar Fire, myself, as well as the breweries, take care of you. Make you feel like a king or a queen for a night. And, and just, you know, have a good time. Watch some football and just chill. There's no reservations needed, but... To help with the food prep, like I told you that they make everything fresh, send me a note if you can, if you're planning on coming out. If you if you can't send me a note, you can still come out. That's fine. But uh, send me a note to huffpodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on social at Podcast. Sugar Fire in Westminster, they're just off 144th and Orchard Parkway, so just east of Huron. Like I said, I'm, I'm just so excited. You can follow them on social media, at Sugar Fire Westie, Sugar Fire in Westminster. They're reinventing barbecue every single night. One of the things, too, is I ordered some banners to go on the outside <laughs> of, of the building, and then I'll have some, hopefully, I hopefully, here's the thing. 
fingers crossed I get these delivered in time. I thought they'd show up like this week, but they're like, eh, maybe in a couple weeks. Who knows? I'm like, shit, shit. If anything, I'll just get a magic marker, some poster board, and have my son work in the corner. <laughs> that sounds awful. But you know what I mean. He'd be like, come in the shack of fire, get some great deals, some amazing food, and look at my dad. Don't make eye contact. He doesn't like that. He does not like that. But it, I, it's going to be fun. It's exciting. But like I said, I don't have the radio station backing me up. So I need you guys to back me up and, and show you your support for the podcast, as well as Sugar Fire in Westminster, just amazing people, and the breweries that are going to be out there and having a good time. So there's going to be a lot of free stuff. We're going to make it a fun environment, and you're going to be part of that environment. So I'll be talking about this. It won't be as chaotic next time I talk about it, but I'm I'm excited, but I'm nervous, and but mostly I'm excited because I I love what Sugar Fire does, and it's they do it right. As somebody that is kind of a restaurant snob, especially behind the scenes, I see how they do it, and I know they do it right, and and I appreciate that. That's why I went reached out to them. I reached out to them and said, I I, I eat here all the time. <laughs> Let's become partners. Anyway. Anyway, Sugar Fire in Westminster. They're amazing. Uh, you know what else is amazing? Getting into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> this stuff annoys the crap out of me. Two fans in attendance at the Colorado Rockies game last night decided to storm the field. Now, here's what's crazy is... They weren't together that I know of. They didn't enter the field in the same area. Let's just look at it as a compass. One guy came in from the south. One guy came in from the west type of thing. But one guy goes out there, starts hugging. I think they were playing the Braves. Starts hugging a Braves player. Can't do that. That's horrible and scary. And while another one came in as well from the other side. And here's the the thing. Like, Security, where the fuck are you, man? You got to be protecting the players. Because let's be honest, there's some crazy fuckers out there. That's that's horrifying. I don't like it. I know usually at the front gate, they do a good job making sure people go through security, uh, you know, metal detectors and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean that somebody couldn't have hurt uh, the player or, or done something else. It, it's scary. I was reading social media, and Will Peterson of DenverSports.com, you can find him at Will or at Peterson Will on Twitter. He said, this is an awful situation at Coors Field. Can't let two morons get that close to a player and hang on, ever. That's the thing. Like, he was, like, hugging on him. It, it's scary because, like, what if that guy that started the fan – choked him out or something like that, or just ran up to him and just like punched him. Uh, it's scary. It's annoying. Then it makes you wonder what the fuck was security doing? Now that being said, I've never worked security at a ball field before. I've never worked security in my life. I, I will say this though. If I did, I'd be fucking bringing the heat. <laughs> I'd be like, don't you dare. Because if you don't want thunder and lightning to go across your face, <laughs> you sit your ass down now. 
and people they they urinate themselves because they would say, "No, I don't need that in my life. I don't." And everybody would be calm and collected, right? It makes sense. <laughs> it does. But I've never done that before, so I don't really know the stress and the the really the 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 whole workings of being security at a ball field. I know there's quite a few of them, but it's like, how the fuck do you do that? Does that happen? Do you have people working security that can't handle themselves? Because I could see that. No offense, but you know, ninety-year-old Diane is not going to be able to take down some 200-pound muscle-bound dude, okay? You don't just get a body in there. You you need somebody that's in there that, you know, can dispense some justice. So you got to step up your game, Coors Field security. I, I don't know. More details will come out, or maybe they won't because they might bury this as, as quickly as they, they possibly can, because it's embarrassing for them. This is not just a statewide story. This is not just a national story. This is international story. That's embarrassing for Coors Field. The Colorado Rockies are trash as it is. Now you can throw in that pile of trash, their security. Okay? Sorry. Matt OFP wrote on Twitter or X. He said, hey, DeHuff, this is the most exciting thing to happen at Coors Field all season. <laughs> it is. It is. But it. But what freaks me out is the way social media works nowadays is you know that more people are going to try this. We talked about this not too long ago. Remember at what was that? At the Dodgers game last year, when that guy jumped onto the field and proposed to his girlfriend, she said, yes, I'd be curious to see if they're still together. By the way, <laughs> you got, you got thousands of people staring at you going, are you going to be a bitch and say no? Or are you going to say yes? <laughs> I hate public proposals, but anyway, it, I just, I worry that this is going to become a trend. And if it does become a trend, Guys, this is the think about the consequences of this. What ends up happening is there's going to be higher gates around the field. You're going to the experience is going to have to change because of a, a few morons. So think about what the consequences are of you jumping on the field and trying to give a cuddles to a baseball player. It's not, it, the, there's more negative in this. It's pure negative, but it's not going to be just at that moment. Eventually, teams are going to go, okay, what do we have to do? We just make it harder for fans to get out onto the field. And then it, eventually you become like those, those teams over in, in Europe where nobody's allowed to go to the game because people can't handle themselves. Is that what you want? Huh? Huh? You want to become Europe? Jeez, Christ, man, it's so scary. We don't want to be the UK. That being said, a lot of places over in the UK can handle themselves, and they do have people in the stands. But there are plenty of places, maybe not in the UK, but, I, you know, there's places where nobody's allowed to attend soccer matches because people 
get out of control. That's where we're headed if you continue to be a dumb fuck and go onto the field. I can't stand it. If anything, just take off your clothes and run across. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't. Jesus. Well, Duff said, he said to take off my breeches and run across. So I did. Now I got rug burn on my wiener. <laughs> yeah, it's different. different reality check when you get tackled on an artificial turf if you're not wearing pants. <laughs> it burns. It burns so bad. Anyway. I took that really weirdly at the end. My apologies. Somewhere over in Queensland, Australia, a 16-foot carpet python went from atop someone's house into a tree. I posted the video on my Facebook page. It's pretty fucking horrifying. I got to be honest. That thing is huge. Somebody said that they normally only get to about 13 feet. So the fact that this one's 16 feet, that just makes it even more frightening. When you see the snake, it really makes you question how anyone makes it to adulthood in Australia. The thing looks like a freaking dinosaur. Seriously, because it's like back half of the body still on the roof. And it's like extending way out into another tree and trying to go from one tree to another tree. And as it, you see its head and neck, you're like, that looks like a, what is that, bronchiosaurus or something like that. It is so big, and it's so frightening. I'm like, and, and in the video, there's like a little kid in there crying, and then the, the mom and I think the grandma are just kind of like giggling. They're like, that thing's fucking huge. And then then you can hear the the dad at one point. He's like, oh, come on, guys, let's be brave. Hey, by the way, your quiche is getting cold. Kid you not, that's what he's talking about. He's like, hey, guys, don't worry about that. It's a snake. Don't look at it. It's fine. Uh, your quiche is getting cold, honey. <laughs> like, whoa. That's just everyday life for fucking Australians, man. I, I tell you all the time, my brother sees, like, every now and then he'll send me a picture of, like, either a snake that he sees or spiders because he lives out there. He's lived out there for like 16 years, something like that now. It's crazy. But I haven't been out there in forever. Yeah, I would love to go out there if anybody has a deal to go out to Australia. <laughs> this show can go on the road. I'll tell you what, let's do it. You and me, you and me. Who has a private jet that listens? <laughs> but he sends me these pictures of these snakes and stuff, and you're like, oh my God, that's frightening. We are so spoiled here, especially in, in Colorado. There's stuff, there's spiders, like br brown recluse and stuff like that. And, and uh, what is it? Uh, Black widow spider, stuff like that. Those are scary. Those are dangerous. But nothing to the level that, that Australia is. Yes, we have rattlesnakes here. Yeah. But, man, nothing like that. Nothing like that. This is what... Uh, Aussie serpent wrangler snake catcher Dan told Yahoo News, he said, they reach out for a strong point, then they use muscle and weight to hold to, the, uh, hold to themselves uh, up before stretching out to the next spot. So, because like in the video, they're just, they're just so strong. It was like almost this, like, it was almost like a straw because it's it just, it, there was no weak points. It was 
freaking fascinating. He also said, it's quite common to see, hold on. It's quite common to say carpet pythons in trees. They either circuit up the sun, avoiding dogs or people, or hunting birds and possums. I find more pythons, excuse me, I, I spittled. I find more pythons on the ground hunting than I do in the trees. But, hey, it's not uncommon. I totally screwed up that accent. I'm sorry, Australian people are like, who the fuck is this guy? You fucking piece of shit. Goddamn Americans think they know everything. Anyway, let's go drink some beer. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, Todd. I've been really feeling down after listening to that stupid American bloke. Let's go get sh- shit-faced, okay? I'm sure there's a, there's a slang for getting shit-faced, but I don't know what it is. Send me that, that, that info, uh, Aussies. Aussies. Uh, the U.S. Open is a, has a big-time no-drone zone. Man, I am having a hard time this morning. Uh, the New York Police Department warned Monday uh, that the Grand Slam events opening day, that it has a zero-tolerance policy toward drones buzzing the tournament and any scene hovering over, over the Flushing Meadows will be taken out immediately. <gasps> That's going to be exciting. If you're a police officer, you're just like jonesing for that, aren't you? If you're a police officer and you're working in an event and they're like, hey, if you guys see a drone, shoot it. You're like, oh, seriously? Seriously, I can do that? Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can, Kyle. He's like, <laughs> oh, boy, I can't wait. And then the, the you know, your, your superior officer is like, dude, quit making that, that weird laugh, Kyle. And he's like, I can't help it. And then the superior officer chimes in with, shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> that would be crazy, though. Could you imagine if all of a sudden there's a drone over the match, people are going back and forth, and then all of a sudden you hear just, <laughs> there's just bits and pieces flying everywhere. Have you ever had like a drone just come up on you and you can tell it's like watching you? I had that not too long ago. It was like a year ago. It was. It turned out to be my creepy neighbor, Scott. <laughs> I hear this. I'm like, what the heck is that? And I look up and it's like hovering and you can see it's like looking at me. And I'm like, what the hell? And then sure enough, like five minutes later, my, my neighbor comes out. He's just cracking up. He's on, my son has a, a new drone. He's like, his son's like 20 something years old. <laughs> They're just playing with it. Peeking in people's, you know, peeking, peeking in people's uh, windows. I'm kidding. He wasn't. That'd be creepy. <laughs> would be fucking disgusting. Do you want to see a show? Huh? Do you? Well, look at this. <gasps> then, then the drone just like catches fire internally because it just, it can't handle it. <laughs> can't handle it. <laughs> Hey, we got more coming your way. <laughs> so disgusting. We got more coming your way. But first, did you hear that? That's the sound of football, and it's back. Right now is the time to place your bets with uh, uh, Superbook Sports. Superbook is the most trusted name in Vegas. And right now, you can use promo code MILEHIGH to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, they're going to match your first bet up to 250 bucks As long as you use that promo code mile high don't miss out this football season win some money with superbook sports 
And don't forget to use that promo code MILEHIGH. Visit superbooks.com uh, for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Just some days, like, I just get, I, I, I think it's the whole promotion thing. It's like, it, my brain's all scattered, and I'm so excited for it. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I'm such a simple-minded man. I am. As F. Oh, my God, real quick. My daughter was talking like that the other day, and she just wouldn't stop. Because <laughs> she heard somebody on TV or something just joking around using that kind of, I guess, accent. And she's like, hey, Dad, can we get some spaghetti for dinner? And I'm like, no, and don't talk that way. And she's like, oh, gross. I can't believe you yelled at me. <laughs> I'm like, I am in so much trouble because she has such a good sense of humor. And she like, her eye, what made it funnier too is like her eyes were just like, just gigantic. <laughs> just to be funny, to really sell the voice. She's like, oh, gross. I can't believe you yelled at me. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I would do if I ever met somebody that actually spoke that way. Be like, hi, how are you? Good. Hey, I love your podcast. It's so funny. <laughs> like, Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I guess. She's like, ha ha. Sometimes like, I listen to you and I can't stop laughing. And I'm like, ha 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 ha. It's so funny. Hey, do a funny voice. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Thanks, though. Hey, here's some great water cooler talk for you. Okay? <laughs> now, if you get written up or fired, that's I blame you. <laughs> okay? Nearly 4,000 people are hospitalized with foreign objects up their rectum each year, according to a new study published last month in the American Journal of Emergency Medicine. How many times on this podcast have we talked about people sticking stuff up there and they have to go to the hospital. There was that guy who had an artillery shell shoved up his, his back end. And he's just like, I don't know how it got there. <laughs> I was, I was looking at some old magazines in the attic. Then I tripped and fell. Next thing you know, my pants were down and there was an artillery shell up there. <laughs> yeah. A story as old as time, sir. Fucking grandpa, you little Scamp you, you little whore dog. <laughs> oh, my God. There's just always something, right? So here's some stats on, on their study. The average age of the patient visiting the emergency room was 43 years old. Hey, that's right around where I'm at. Uh-oh. <laughs> Apparently, I'm going to get curious. Nearly 78% of the patients were male. And 40% of those patients required hospitalization. See, that would be embarrassing to me. Could you imagine? You stick something up your can, and then you can't get it out, and then you have to go to the hospital to have somebody remove it. And then somebody's going to be like, hey, where have you guys been? Uh, you know, why is, uh, why is so-and-so, you know, you know, in a wheelchair or something like that, right? And they're like, well... You know, the wife would be so pissed off. <laughs> She'd be so pissed off. Well, apparently, he has a lot of needs that I just can't give him. Okay, this is awkward. I just was asking if everything is all right. And then she just cuts him off, and she's like, Hey, that guy over there, Gary, decided 
he needed some pleasure in his life. And instead of coming to me and instigating something like that, no, 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 no. He goes and breaks off a broomstick up his beehole. Anyway, he won't be able to make it over for the barbecue this evening. <laughs> That'd be awkward. Anyway, uh, over half of the uh, foreign bodies were sexual objects, which could be items like vibrators, anal beads, and other toys. Balls and marbles, as well as drugs, were associated with lower rate of uh, with a lower rate of hospitalizations. You guys, just just be if you're gonna stick something up there, uh, who am I to judge? But just don't stick something up there that you can't get out. Have a safety string, right? You would think that that would be a thing. If it's not a thing, somebody invent that for sex toys and whatever. So you got an emergency hand, emergency handle. I'm sorry, that sounds gross, but it's just like, yeah, probably not a bad idea. <laughs> just don't just don't forget you have it on there and go put some shorts on and go to the grocery store. <laughs> Mom, do boys wear tampons? No, honey. Then what's that? <laughs> it's a plug, honey. It's a plug. Anyway, Every, this I saw this. It, it's making the the rounds, and it got a lot of people reacting to it on Reddit. And I kind of wanted to run it by you guys because it's so bizarre. A re, uh, a reported waitress on Reddit claimed that a man left a note saying he thought she was rude for asking him and his wife if they wanted to split their restaurant bill. She didn't know that they were married or not. That and there's a lot of restaurants where you sometimes the manager's like, listen, you guys need to do this. We get complaints all the time because Carol over there just made it one bill, then we had to come back and split the bill. Then it was just it just takes up a lot of time and people were upset because they needed to go and blah blah blah. So just ask. And and sometimes that's that's hard. I remember when I worked at it, it wasn't full service, but at Chipotle. Somebody on our staff got in trouble for selling alcohol to a minor or they didn't they didn't check ID or something like that. And we were on warning. So it must not have been to a minor. It must have been they failed to uh, ask for an ID, something like that. Either way, we are on warning. So we were told that everybody, I don't care if they're 100 years old, you ask for their driver's license. So I've obviously I took I took that you know, word for word. I'm like, OK, so literally like a couple days later, I'm working the register and this lady comes in with her family and she's probably 80, 90 years old. She orders a margarita because we made some killer margaritas at, at Chipotle. I don't know if they still do that. But anyway, so I asked her for our, her I.D. And I was like, I'm sorry. We, we just have to. And the daughter comes over, who's probably in her 40s, was fucking pissed. What the hell are you doing? She's clearly old enough to drink alcohol. I'm like, I know, but I was threatened with my job if I didn't, you know, check for ID. How's that my problem? Uh, and she's like, do you think, do you think... She is secretly like 18 years old trying to get booze. Like, I don't know. 
I don't know, with the invention of, you know, makeup? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure I said that too. <laughs> to some extent, I said that. And this lady was so mad. Here's what's funny. I made that older lady's day. She hadn't been asked for an ID probably ever in her life because back in the day when she was like, say, 21, they, nobody checked ID. So she felt so great. Her daughter, on the other hand, really trying to tried to ruin that lady's day. So anyway, the older lady and I made love later on in the bathroom. It was great. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's like, you're making me feel like a young princess. <laughs> Let me take my teeth out. Have you ever been gummed? It's delightful. Anyway, uh, I forgot where I was at. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, I think this guy's just being a cheap dick. What if they were on a business meeting? How is 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 the waitress supposed to go assume that they're married all the time? No. She can't do that. So if they're talking business and, and the waitress overhears that, I mean, she's it's probably a safe assumption that, that they might be business partners of, of uh, in some way. To to this guy's just being a dick. What if they were married but not to each other? Yeah, yeah. So make sure I don't pay for anything extra. <laughs> like, you know, type of thing. The wait the wait staff doesn't know. So many people split the checks these days, and there's so many reasons to do so. Fuck that guy. Don't try to, don't be a dick. By the way, the bill was like 60, almost $70, and he just took that away from that, that waitress. What a fucking dick. I, I have no sympathy for the customer in that situation. All she did was ask. All he has to say, no, we're good. One bill's good. Right? That's it. It's her job. Guarantee you she's been having managers uh, harp on her and other staff members. Just just ask everybody. Unless you know without a doubt that uh, it's going to be one bill. I mean, otherwise, just ask if they wanted to split the check. Okay? Fuck that guy. What a dick, man. And it just take money out of her pocket. I hate that, man. <sighs> what a jerk off. I said jerk off <laughs> instead of a jerk off. Anyway, <laughs> this was a weird show. I got to be honest. Got to be honest. But now you're going to be thinking about if you if you sell alcohol to people, hey, make somebody's day. Make their day and be like, I don't know, maybe I should. Even if you don't actually ask for it, if they're an older person, just be like, do I, do I need to ask you for your ID? I guarantee you it's going to make them feel good. And then be like, ah, I'm just kidding. You're fucking old as shit. <laughs> so you take that, you lift them up, and then you just pop that balloon that was supporting them. And then they crash down to reality. Jesus, have you looked at yourself in the mirror lately? You're clearly old enough to buy booze. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, you just tease them along a little bit, then who knows? Next thing you know, you're getting a gummy. Anyway. <laughs> 
you're going to go to the grocery store today and you're going to see gummy worms or gummy bears and you're going to think of me. You are, and you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Hey, thanks for uh, supporting the podcast. I really appreciate all of you guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Don't forget you're going to be joining me. You are. I'm not giving you an option. You're going to join me on starting on September 11th, starting at 6 o'clock, uh, 6 o'clock until they run out of food at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Put this on your calendar right now. They're just off 144th in Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron on the south side of 144th. You're going to be out there. They got a, a special menu just for you, and there's going to be a lot of discounted drinks, some free drinks as well. So you got to got to go out there, have a good time. Plus, we can watch football together. Just shoot the shit. You're going to give me so much material for the next day. I can't wait. <laughs> Again, so put that on your, your calendar. Uh, September 11th, starting at 6 o'clock at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Also, big thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado. It's uh, DeHuff Uncensored. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Have an amazing day. Hopefully, you laughed a little bit in this episode. Uh, I'm, God, I'm still nervous about this. I'm so nervous about this. Please, hug me. Embrace with me. Like the the, the fans on, on, at Coors Field. Embrace me, and, and let's get security to just pull you away from me. <laughs> it's tough on censored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.